It's after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday back in Jersey City. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Oh, 
Avram Freed had a uh, had a role in our journey to Israel. 
<clears throat> had the opportunity to fly with uh, him and his wife back uh, yesterday. We were on the plane together, but before that, on Sunday night, there was a major event in Yerushalayim, an Avram Freed outdoor concert that was scheduled, and the whole weekend, Friday, Shabbos, it seemed that the entire town, the entire city of Jerusalem was debating if the uh, security authorities would let the concert go on. Again, the nature of the event, outdoors, open air, thousands of people, all that. And uh, they did. And uh, from what I hear, it went off without one empty seat. That's how amazing that concert was. As uh, Tuba Av was just getting started. And um, there he is, Avremo with Bench from the CD entitled Amachaya right here at JM and the AM. Before that, the Chevro with Vali Yerushalayim. Still can't get thoughts of the holy city out of my mind. Yeah, Yifrach done by Eitan Katz from his Live in Jerusalem CD. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this August 13th, day 17 in the month of Menachem Av, the year 5774. I want to give a special good morning to Simon and Dr. Joe, who hopefully are tuned in very early this morning. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> they made it one of the greatest trips ever. We've had a lot of great trips. <coughs> Excuse me. They were two of the factors that made this one of our most amazing trips to Jerusalem. And a big thank you um, as well to uh, PC Guy, who was remarkable in getting those shows down pat and uh, making sure they got mailed ASAP to the U.S. so we could present them here during the regular time slot at JMNAM. I thank PC Guy for that. He's based in Jerusalem, one lucky man there for five years. And I said it on the air yesterday, if you had to pick a time to move to Israel and to leave the U.S., five years ago was the time. The economy in Israel is flourishing. The building and expansion is insane. Unemployment rate is low. It's incredible. And that's with war and with people who, you know, aren't even drafted, setting aside weeks at a time to assist and to volunteer and leaving work. It's just amazing what's going on in Israel. Yesterday we had the chance and uh, took full advantage of being at the airport. Boy, were we at the airport a long time yesterday. Uh, we were at Ben Gurion Airport very early in the morning as the Nevesh Benefesh flight landed about 7 a.m. Israel time. What an amazing feeling to speak to Olim. An amazing feeling to speak to Natan Sharansky, who of course was among those who greeted the Olim. The president of Israel greeted the Olim as well. It, it was really remarkable. And I got on the plane yesterday and I saw that the uh, Jerusalem Post had a beautiful article about the 338 Olim, and uh, coming to Israel at this time, 107 children, 108 lone soldiers, over, I think it was around 50 families, or 40-something, whatever it was. whole thing was just incredible. Four generations, a big shout-out to the Burmans. I believe the Burmans, who have roots in Newark, also have roots in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Four generations of Burmans moved yesterday. I met them right after the show. Four generations. Yeah, it's amazing what Newark families do in this world, huh? A lot of great Newark families have gone on to amazing things. And this was something. The youngest was, uh, oh, I hope I have this. I hope I'm not confusing families. I believe the young, the youngest on the flight was six weeks old. And I just have to remember if that was the uh, part of the four generations of the Burmans or not. And uh, Mrs. Berman, who introduced herself to me and uh, told me about my amazing mother and how she remembers uh, my incredible father uh she was uh she is 93 years old and we had the most amazing conversation about the old days in Essex County New Jersey it was really something 
Anyway, just a, a taste, just a little bit of what was going on yesterday at that airport. It was such a great celebration. Miriam L. Wallach insisted on taking some of the signs back that the, the families and friends of the old limb were holding when we landed, or when they landed, I should say. So we have some of those. Those will go up in the studio somewhere at some point. At least that's what she tells me. And uh, the whole trip was just amazing. Uh, so many highlights. So many highlights. By the way, um, <laughs> I hope that everybody on Monday, because Friday we weren't able to present it because of a technical problem with the show from Stay Road. I hope every, everybody on Monday from Passaic, New Jersey, heard uh, Moshe Schwartz, right? I believe it was Schwartz. Uh, the the entire Stay Road Yeshiva American program. There are 500 students there. He's the one American whose family is still back here. So they call him the program. I think we played that about 7.15 in the morning on Monday, if you missed it. It was from, from Friday from our visit to Stay Road. And also, I want to give a special shout-out to Livingston, New Jersey, because we were on the border, and I mean on the border, in uh, Kfar Maimon. Uh, you could look it up. Look up Kfar Maimon, and when you're at it, look up Kfar Aza, because that's where we met a young man and some of his comrades uh, serving with the Israeli army. And, boy, is it hot down there. Unbelievable. Uh, when you're in Kfaraza, you're, you're at the last home before the Gaza Strip. Literally. And, um, yeah, if you, in other words, you're, you're standing on top of the tunnels, quote unquote. And we were there, and a young man named Gabi Choma comes over to us, and we're talking, and, you know, the whole thing. Graduate of Kushner Yeshiva High School, 27 years old, remembers JM and the AM. And it's unbelievable that we're there on the border having this discussion with Israeli soldiers, and, and that's what comes up. It, it was really something. The whole thing was uh, was extra special. We were we were given a... Ah, there's so much to talk about. It's unbelievable. J.M. had 29 minutes before 7 o'clock. Greetings from the Holy Land, everybody. I hope that um, the the tension of this summer, which is now, thank God, really dissipating. Thank God, thank God. I hope it has increased everybody's feelings toward the Holy Land. I hope it has given everybody in this area an extra oomph when it comes to um, uh, the state of Israel and that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. I hope. hope it's given me an extra oomph also, frankly. Uh, we see what's happening in Europe and other areas, and we see how quickly it's happening. And um, the future of the Jewish people clearly in the state of Israel. Moshe Faglin was with us yesterday. On the air. I hope you caught that during our Nefesh Benefesh, uh, Aliyah flight show. And he was on, and, uh, you know, he's always had this prophetic routine, I call it, uh, where he reviews with American Jews what it's going to be like when it's finally all over. And boy, what he has had to say over all these years. And now it's starting to seem much more real. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, at some other opportunity. J.M. and the A.M. was 72 degrees, morning thunderstorm. Yeah, I land last night, and what's with the rain? I thought I'd bring the rain to Israel. I didn't think it would be raining here. Morning thunderstorms with a high temperature of 87, and tonight clear skies, a low 63. And I believe tonight is the night that the Camp Misora Nala program gets back from Israel. They have had a spectacular summer. Um... So I look forward to greeting them. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 81. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 91.1. Tel Aviv at 86. Haifa at 90.1. A lot at 102. Up in Guilford, New York, the aforementioned Camp Misora, they're at 66, heading up to 73. The rumor is they're in the middle of color war. 
uh, up in Missouri. So good luck to the teams. I'll try to find, I'll try to identify the teams. I'm sure everybody out there wants to know who they are. And <laughs> we're at 72 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Mazal Tov to those who've completed Meseches Megillah and the Dafyomi one page per day Torah study, our state Talmud study. Megillah ended yesterday. Moed Kutten begins today. To those who are hopping aboard or those who are simply continuing, whatever it might be, continued Hatzlachar Good luck from all of us here at JM in the AM. We've been playing this song. Lenny Solomon wrote it. It was released right after the war, or I should say right after the three weeks, right after Tisha B'Av last week. And uh, it's called Am Yisrael Anetzach. This is JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM, David Dardashti with Mikalot Mayim Rabim. Before that, Baruch Levine and Ufa Ratzda. Lani Solomon, the brand new Am Yisrael Anetzach, an unbelievable single. Perfect for this point in Jewish history. Perfect for any point in Jewish history, frankly. But Lenny wrote it and released it last week, just as the war was uh, scaling down a bit. Or maybe I should say as the war was really heightening up, and then, uh, thank God, it scaled down a bit. And it's quite a remarkable tune. And I'm Yisrael Anetzach. Wednesday morning, it's JM and the AM, back from the Holy Land here in Jersey City as we present our program from now until 9 a.m. Eastern Time. I thank all of you for listening around the world. Based on the uh, response that we've been getting to our trip to Israel, it seems there are a lot of people listening around the world to this radio show, and I thank you for that. Hope we were able to bring some of the sights and sounds, some of the inspiration of the Holy Land back to you through these radio airwaves and through the videos of the shows that you can check out at NahumSiegel.com. I see some of them are on the homepage, which is great. By the way, <laughs> we did, there were a lot of highlights, like I said. We did a, a show that is going to be on our stream at 11 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow from the Psagot Winery. And one of the reasons it's so funny, or such a um, a loopy show, is not because anybody was drinking too much. It's because you have someone like me, who's not a, a wine expert or a wine drinker, uh, doing a taste test at the Psagot Winery for a couple hours. It starts with representatives of the Shomron and of the Binyamin Regional Council. starts really, you know... In a dignified manner. And then, and then we get into an amazing discussion and tasting with Eli and Yaakov at the Psagot Winery in Israel, in the Binyamin region. And, uh, it, it, it's, it's a funny, it's a pretty funny spot. Anyway. Oh, and, um, I want to thank uh, Ellie Shapiro of Far Rockaway. He and his family were a tremendous assistance to us during that show. So that's going to be on tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern time on our stream. You'll have a chance to hear it and to see it. And um, and one of the reasons I mention it is because Jay Booksbaum is here tomorrow. He's actually bringing some um, Israeli entrepreneurs who had to endure quite a bit during the month of the war, during the height of it. And we'll be speaking with them, and I'll obviously do a little bit of a preview with that show with Jay, uh, the number one kosher wine sommelier in the entire world. So he's scheduled to tomorrow right here live in person in Jersey City at JM. In the AM Friday, uh, Malcolm Holmline, the return of the weekly update. There is so much news to go through. I'm just reading about this uh, UN Human Rights Council and the probe of Operation Protective Edge. That is just one UN-related issue that's going to be very interesting to watch. Uh, you say you see the world, you see the way that the uh, world opinion is going. One can only imagine what this, what this UN panel is going to come up with in regard to this war. Um. So we'll see what happens. The um, that, like I say, that's just one of the issues that's going on that's important to explore. Also, talks do continue. Someone asked me yesterday, you know, what what do you think of the whole situation going on? I said, it's, what's funny to me is that uh, is the relationship now between Israel and Egypt, as um, Cairo is the place for the ceasefire talks. Um, the ceasefire is fa- the ceasefire ending is fast approaching. So it'll be interesting to see how both sides do. Over there in Egypt, um, but just that—that that is one of the interesting things. That whole role, or that whole relationship between Israel and Egypt, which is uh, which is being solidified, I guess you could say, as all this is going on with Hamas. It's pretty interesting. Also, um, we had heard the news when we were in Israel. Now I get to uh, to read about it and to um, 
extol those who've made this commitment. The governor of the state of New York, Andrew Cuomo, is a landing in Israel. I believe he lands today, right? He's probably there already. Probably could see photos already of his trip. He says, the governor of uh, New York, friends stand together in times of crisis, and I'm proud to lead this bipartisan, bipartisan delegation to Israel to reaffirm our friendship and support. New York has always had a special relationship with Israel as Hamas and other terrorist organizations continue to threaten Israel. Now is the time to deliver that message of solidarity in person. The delegation includes Senate Majority co-leaders Dean Skelos and Jeff Klein, uh, moguls such as New York Daily News publisher and executive chairman of Boston Properties Mort Zuckerman and clothing maven Kenneth Cole. They are among the people that are flying in this... Uh, in this um, delegation, part of the delegation, as you can imagine, and in my opinion, I would bet one of the people who was most strongly advocating for Governor Cuomo to lead this delegation is New York State Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver. Kolakavod, Mr. Speaker. He said, I believe it is essential that the Empire State's leaders express our solidarity with Israel and its people, especially during these difficult times. I'm certain our visit will reinforce the already strong ties that bind New York and the state of Israel. So call like a vote to New York State Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver. I have a feeling that he was a lot more involved in all this than one would suspect. So there you have it. Uh, JM and the AM as we continue to uh, present this uh, Wednesday radio broadcast from Jersey City. Back from the incredible journey to Israel. If you missed any of it, of course, there's an archive section at jmtheam.org that we highly recommend if you have not yet. Install the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app. If you have not yet installed the NSN app, do so. gives you a chance to listen to any show you want, whenever you want, in your car, on the road, whatever, anything. Any possibility. You could do it with the NSN app. It is pretty amazing. So check it out if you haven't installed it yet. Make sure to do so as soon as possible. Oh, yes, I'd forgotten that. I'd forgotten that Lauren Bacall was the cousin of Shimon Peres. That's right. Lauren Bacall, the great actress, passed away. And uh, I had forgotten that um, she was born Betty Joan Persk in New York City. She adopted a variation of her mother's maiden name after her parents divorced. And she is the first cousin of former President Shimon Peres. I had forgotten that. Interesting. JM in the AM as we continue with Yaakov Shweki.
in the a.m. A minute before 7 o'clock. Good morning on this uh, Wednesday. Here we are in Jersey City as we uh, readjust to <laughs> everything back here after an amazing journey to the Holy Land. Um, it was interesting. I, I mentioned this yesterday. We've now had a lot of different perspectives of being in Israel for these Aliyah flights. We flew on a plane, on an Aliyah plane, and then you know ran into the terminal and did a show. Uh, so there was that whole feeling of uh, being on the plane and then part of that incredible celebration that takes place when you first get off the plane and then get off the bus by the uh, by the airport terminal. Then we were on a plane two weeks ago where or three weeks ago where um, the celebration was really toned down and where you got off the bus and nobody was there to greet you and I mean that it was nobody, uh, which was interesting. We talked about the uh, you know the courageousness, bravery, and commitment of everybody on that flight and how. You know, even the small, dignified uh, gathering was a, you know, also had its role in the uh, context of all these uh, incredible uh, journeys to Israel that we've witnessed. And then this time around, being in the airport as the landing took place and watching the crowd build and watching the enthusiasm that everybody had as they were just getting ready, anticipating for their friends and relatives to get off that flight. It was something. And then, of course, you know, coming off of that whole rush of excitement, actually witnessing everybody come in and uh, and start to celebrate. The whole thing was just incredible. So we had a lot of different perspectives, uh, none of which I'm ever going to forget, frankly. 
And uh, we encourage everybody, uh, encourage everybody as much as we encourage uh, ourselves to uh, keep the state of Israel in mind and to continue to explore Aliyah because the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rotten County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Golly, it's all in the background. News from Israel and Hebrew coming up. And then, of course, we'll uh, continue with our amazing JMNAM radio program all day long at jmnam.org. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday next at JMNAM. מבקר המדינה הודיע שיבדוק את התנהלות הדרג המדיני והצבאי בזמן מבצע צוק איתן, כתבתנו שרון פולבר. נוכח טענות שהועלו כי מדינת ישראל הפרה לכאורה את כללי המשפט הבינלאומי ואינה בודקת את פעולות צהל כנדרש, החליט מבקר המדינה לפתוח בבדיקה הנוגעת לתהליכי קבלת ההחלטות בדרג הצבאי והמדיני במהלך המבצע. בנוסף יבדקו מנגנוני החקירה של צהל והממשלה והביקורת על המנהרות תורחב לתחומים נוספים תוך מתן דגש לבחינת סוגיית מתן הביטחון לתושבי המדינה. והבוקר דיווחה כתבתנו המדינית יליל שחר שישראל תקים גם ככל הנראה ועדה בראשות שופט עליון בדימוס וחילות תשתף פעולה עם ועדת שייבס של האו"ם. בקהיר נמשכות השיחות להשגת רגיעה ממושכת לקראת סיום הפסקת האש הלילה בחצות. שר האוצר יאיר לפיד התראיין לניו יורק טיימס ואמר כל הסכם חייב לגרום לכך שהשקט יישמר לאורך זמן. כתבתנו עופרי אשל. בריאיון התייחס לפיד להעברת השליטה ברצועה לרשות הפלסטינית והסביר חמאס נחלש צבאית ופוליטית. בעבר חששנו שהעברת השליטה תהיה כלי לחמאס להגיע לגדה המערבית, כעת היא תהיה כלי לגדה המערבית להגיע לעזה. דברי לפיד היוזמה הוצגה לשרי הממשלה, יש לה תגובות מעניינות בעולם הערבי. גבר בן 72 נעצר לאחר שהקים מעבדת סמים בחדרו במלון בירושלים. כתבנו יותם ברגר. הייתי נמצא בחדר המלון כשהוא מעשן מריחואנה, בחדר נמצאו גם קערה ושקיות המכילות סמים, זרעי קנאביס וציוד לגידול סמים. מחקירת האירוע עולה שהאיש בן 72 נעצר רק בחודש אפריל האחרון, לאחר שבביתו נמצאו מספר רב של שתילי קנאביס וציוד לגידולם. השחקן המוכר שנעצר בחשד שהיכה את גרושתו שוחרר למעצר בית על ידי בית משפט השלום בתל אביב. על פי החשד הוא היכה את גרושתו במהלך סכסוך ביניהם לעיני בנותיהם. לדברי השחקן, גרושתו היא שתקפה אותו, ובדיון בבית המשפט אף אישר נציג המשטרה שעל גופו זוהו סימני אלימות. טירנת שרשרת בין תשעה רכבים בנתיבי איילון במחלף משה דיין מדרום לצפון. חמישה בני אדם נפצעו, אחד באורח בינוני וארבעה קל. כתבתנו הדס שטייף מוסרת שהפצועים פונו לבית החולים. בשליש מרשתות האמזון עוברים על החוק ולא מציבים שילוט על מוצרים בפיקוח. כתבנו ישי שנרב. על פי בדיקה שערכה המועצה לצרכנות, בחלק ניכר מרשתות המזון לא מציבים שילוט על מוצרים בפיקוח, כמו לחם, ביצים וחלב, או שהשילוט איננו ברור. בחנויות המזון הקטנות נמצא ש-90% לא מציגים שילוט כלל. על פי הנתונים, מחצית מהאנשים שרכשו גבינה צהובה וביצים לא הבינו מהשילוט כי המוצרים בפיקוח זולים יותר, כך שמשפחה מפסידה אלף שקלים בשנה על רכישת מוצרים לא מפוקחים. התחזית מחר צפויה עוד התחממות ויהיה חם מהרגיל לעונה. ולסיום, פורום מפקדי חטיבת גולני לשעבר פותחים ביוזמה לאימוץ חיילים בודדים מהיחידה. 
בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם עידן קבלר. סיפרו על כך האלוף במילואים אורי שגיא, האלוף במילואים גבי אופיר ושושי, אימא לחייל בודד בגולני. מי שהשתחרר מחטיבת גולני, הוא שייך למשפחת גולני כל ימי חייו. ואנחנו רוצים לחבק את החטיבה הזאת כל השנים. ולהציע להם בית, ולהציע להם עזרה וסיוע, אפילו בצד הכלכלי, ולעזור להם גם בתום שירותם, אם צריך ללמוד או למצוא מקום עבודה, ללוות אותם. זה דבר ענק. כי אנחנו ההורים לא נמצאים בארץ, זה שושלת, גולני, זה משפחה. ואלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. Great cause. This summer we played at Camp Hask. 
Anybody been there? Have you seen that room at a musical performance? Have you seen that room dance? We realized something more than dancing was happening. We reached the level of hula. So tonight we're going to share with you that summer experience with the hula. Make some noise for Camp House. Come on.
the bottom When all the answers asked for seem ignored Cause you never got them There's not a door you haven't tried But every key is locked inside Your faith is shaken to the ground When all the hope you cling to slips away Your treading water When desert winds are blowing sand astray Sun's getting hotter The highest mountains block your view The woods are deep you can't see through You're losing hope you'll ever find your way Oh, 
Yesterday had the uh, pleasure of traveling with the Freeds back from Tel Aviv to uh, JFK. Avramel off of that amazing Sunday night concert. Not one empty seat, we're told, at Brechat HaSultan in Yerushalayim. Pretty amazing. So, uh, people told us that they uh, they just had to get out. Like they just uh, everybody wanted to be at the show. Obviously, a great Tuba Av concert. Uh, but a lot of people just, you know, they said no matter what, we're getting out there. We're just going to, uh, celebrate the achdus of the, the achdus, the unity of the Jewish people, as only Avram Fried can do, of course. I'm sure that was one of his great themes Sunday night. The unity of the Jewish people throughout everything that's been happening this summer. And, um, the timing of that, because Tishabov was just a week ago, believe it or not. It was just a week ago. So Afrelich and Tishabov off of the, CD entitled Amachaya right here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Simcha Liner's Me, Me, You Heard Pray by Michal Przanski, a very timely selection 
And at the height of the war, we were playing like crazy uh, off of his um, cruise control CD. Eighth day with Hula that came from Hass 27. A big shout-out to our friends up at Camp Hask. And, of course, Ellie Schwebel and Yaga opened up the hour here at JM in the AM. Uh, 25 minutes after 7 o'clock. A very good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and especially thanks for all the uh, amazing comments regarding the journey to Israel. Much appreciated. It was really one spectacular uh, visit. Some great radio shows. If you missed anything, don't forget you can check out the archive section of jmnam.org, and plenty of videos are sitting on my homepage at nachomsegel.com. The show from Sagot, which is already uh, which is already already being touted as a big favorite, hasn't even aired yet. It's already being touted as a big favorite. Uh, the Sagot Winery, uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Time Thursday during our Thursday live lunch. That's when you'll hear it and see it. On It's a fun show. It starts with a pretty serious outlook on uh, the Shomron and the Binyamin region. And then it turns into an amazing wine tasting and experience with uh, Eli and Yaakov, some wonderful gentlemen there in, um, in Psagot. Should be a lot of fun. Or actually, it was a lot of fun. It should be fun to listen to. Um, the, um, I have not paid a lot of attention to my own Facebook profile. We've been doing a lot of Facebooking, especially on the Nahum Siegel network facebook update page so you can see a whole bunch of stuff that's been happening over the last few days i haven't done much on my own profile but i got to thank the listeners we've had a lot of great aliyah posts from the listeners that have made it to my profile on facebook a special thank you to Stu pilichowski who put up some fantastic pictures of his family you may have heard the interview and his daughter got to uh, uh the airport yesterday got into the old terminal and joined us on the air. Now everyone's reunited in the Holy Land. It was really a cool experience being with the the youth, uh, the 15-year-olds and the uh, high school and grade schoolers that are now living in Israel as of yesterday. It was quite an experience to be there with them. Um, so thanks to those who have been posting great stuff uh, on my own uh, Facebook profile. I appreciate that. And again, I go to the Nahum Single Network Facebook update page. Go to the uh, Twitter feed at Nahum Siegel Net, and you'll be up to date on a whole bunch of stuff that is, um, uh, that's been happening over the last few days here at JM and the AM and uh, during our trip to Israel in general, whether it was on the air or not. Uh, morning thunderstorms with a high temperature of 87. Then ten- Yeah, that was something. I land last night and it's raining here. I think Benjamin Siegel knew it would be raining. He knew I'd be bringing the wet weather. Can't bring it to Israel this time of year, so I figured I'd bring it to New York. Anyway, the thunderstorm should end at some point with a high of 87. Clear skies tonight, low 63. We look forward to greeting the Nala Group from Camp Misora tonight. They are scheduled to land in New York City this evening. And mostly sunny for tomorrow with a high temperature of 81. Yerushalayim is at 91.1. We mentioned Camp Misora up in Guilford, New York. They're, they're at 66 degrees in what I am told is the height of the color war season. Yeah, thank God this is the war up there, color war. And not anything more serious than that. Uh, but I am told they are in the midst of color war as we speak, and everyone's having a great time. And uh, this is it for, for so many of these summer camps. This will be the last Shabbos, the last weekend of camp as we start to uh, get ready for a brand new season of 5775. Yes, yes, yes. How do you like that? Boy, oh boy, time does fly, doesn't it? Amazing. J.M. and the Amber by David Goldwasser's words. Zechanishmas Harav Zev, Ben Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learned that the Yetzirah, 
the evil inclination, is described as a smart warrior. He schemes how to ensnare his victim. We learn in the Talmud that the evil inclination is a master of disguise. He analyzes each situation to determine how he can successfully infiltrate a person's own natural defenses. Many people wouldn't easily succumb to the Yetzirah's challenge. They would never consider profaning the Shabbos, missing a day of davening, or not eating kosher. The evil inclination, therefore, tries to undermine the person's amuna. That's the underpinning of our adherence to Torah and mitzvahs. If the Yetzirah can interject doubt about a person's own amuna, then he is faced with a challenging situation. Then it's possible for the Sahara to successfully penetrate and overpower that person. Each day in our morning tefillos, we recite the Shira Sayyam. The Chassam Sofer asks, why was it that the men of the Great Assembly chose to include these words in our daily prayers? He explains that throughout the generations, there are always situations that require a fortification of our basic emunah. There is a need to inspire faith, because we see tzaddik v'raloi, rosh v'tovloi, that the wicked are successful and seemingly don't get punished. We despair that divine providence has been removed from Klau Yisrael, or perhaps that Hashem isn't offended by the evil deeds of the Rishoyim. In truth, though, Hashem is marich apoy. He is long-suffering. Ultimately, there will be a payback. Chazal comment that when we say, Micho moicho bo'elim Hashem, it can mean, Micho moicho bo'elim, that Hashem makes Himself mute, so to speak, and doesn't respond to the evil of the Rishoyim. It's not because Hashem is aloof or distant. Hashem reigns forever. And we will be redeemed from this exile as the Jews from Mitzrayim were redeemed. The only thing is, we have to understand that the divine providence runs very deep. The ways of Hashem are sealed from us. The great Sadiq of Neshchiz was well known for his power of blessing, particularly for those who were ill and needed a refuah shalema. Once, a very ill Jew came to the Tzadik. But he was reluctant to promise the person he would be healed. The tzaddik told him, Perhaps you will be healed, but I can't promise you. When the man heard this, he said, Why not? Why not? The tzaddik answered, Because you're dependent on me. You have to be completely dependent on Hashem. Let me explain. A young couple once came to the great Koshnitzer Magid. They asked him for a bracha, that they find an extremely valuable object that they lost. The Magid gave them various different excuses why he wouldn't agree to bless them. The young couple persisted, and the husband gave a golden coin to Tzedakah. The Magid told him, if you'll give 60 golden coins, then perhaps I'll be able to help you. The woman was so surprised that she said to the Magid, Hashem alone can help us, even without this. The Magid then turned to them with great happiness. He said to them, until now, you forgot about Hashem. You placed all your trust and faith only in me. Now that you believe and trust in Hashem, you should know that your salvation is already on its way. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. and the A.M. Shlomi Gertner with Ashray Me on this uh, Wednesday morning. How you doing, everybody? Thanks for joining us. Good to be back here in the confines of the beautiful WFMU studios in Jersey City. It was even more spectacular in the Holy Land, I'll tell you that much. Hey, uh, uh, Mr. Glazer just called me. Um... The Glazers are heading to Israel. Tani Glazers Bar Mitzvah is happening this week in Modi'in, Israel. And I hope that everybody else out there who has trips planned, who has had a uh, journey to the Holy Land on the calendar for the second half of August, for the beginning of September for Sukkot, you're going to keep those plans. I, I always knew that this time of the year was important when it came to tourism. Uh, hotels, stores, uh, guides, uh, tour buses, um, uh, cab drivers. I, I, I always knew uh, souvenir shops. I knew it was always important in August, but I didn't realize it was so much more important than so many other months. I mean, it's unbelievable how much business everybody in Israel and the tourism industry expects this month. And boy, have we disappointed them. We really have totally disappointed them. Um, and as I said a few times during the trip, it was, it was turning from, you know, feelings of disappointment in American jury to some feelings of anger already, especially now. And I think it was the calendar that did it. When we've abandoned our brethren in uh, January or in April or, you know, November, December time, it's one thing, but this seems to be a really, really important month for tourism. So if you have something scheduled, keep it. You have another couple of weeks to get to Israel. I already felt it, by the way, Thursday night. I was walking, was it Thursday night or Sunday night? No, Sunday night. I already felt it Sunday, no, one second, now I'm totally confused. I felt it Monday night. This past Monday, it's hard to believe, it was just a day and a half ago. This past Monday night, I'm walking through Jerusalem, and I saw a lot of folks that I knew, a lot of people who were, uh, I saw Yitz Fuchs, who spends his days usually in Jersey City, New Jersey. He had an amazing group of kids that he was taking around Israel. Uh, saw a couple of uh, couples that I knew. Some listeners came over as I was walking down Karen Hayasod. Some listeners chased me down. And we were getting into a good schmooze about the uh, the week in Israel. It was really amazing. So a lot of people started to come, I guess, right after Tisha B'Av. I hope more and more do. And I hope that if anybody had to uh, postpone or cancel, they get those trips back on the schedule as soon as possible. By the way, earlier I mentioned how on Facebook... I haven't paid much attention to my own profile, but I see the Nachum Siegel Network has certainly have been doing a lot. If you go back to yesterday, uh, about 22 hours ago, you'll see that the Nefesh Benefesh welcome ceremony, the photos are on our uh, Facebook page, the Nachum Siegel Network Facebook page, 117 pictures of the 338 Olim and some of the things that were going on while we were there. Uh, the Instagram photo that uh, Miriam Wallach and PC Guy and I took is up there. Pretty cute the way they did it, I have to admit. They they created an Instagram frame that you just carried around and brought up to people and took a picture of them. If you, if you look closely at the Nahum Single Network Facebook update page, you'll see exactly what I mean. Our video from the Stay Road Show is up, and I see it's been shared already. Um, and our video from the our video and pictures from the Inbal Hotel with an incredible view of Yerushalayim in the background is there. So there's a lot that you could see. Just go to our Facebook update page, Nahum Siegel Network, and you will see a whole bunch of stuff. From Stay Road, by the way, the the 
playground caterpillar, the big, gigantic playground caterpillar that kids love to run through. It is a bomb shelter. The caterpillar itself is a shelter. There's a picture of myself and Dr. Joe uh, there on the Nachum Single Network Facebook update page from Stay Road, from literally in front of that caterpillar. You'll see what I mean. It's just uh, unbelievable. And the Lenny Solomon um, uh, Ami Sholanetzach video you'll find there on the news feed as well, and the Hachnasa Sefer Torah video that we had the privilege of participating in on Friday at the Ethiopian Synagogue in Stayrote. That's there as well. So a lot of material up there. I hope you have a chance to scroll through it and to get to some of the uh, amazing moments that we were able to have um, there in Israel. It really was remarkable. J.M. and A.M. on a Wednesday with 72 degrees, morning thunderstorms, a high temperature of 87. Mazal Tov to those who completed Meseches Megillah in Daf Yomi. Today, Meseches Moed Katan begins to those who are Continuing the journey, or for those who are starting the journey, we say congratulations from all of us here with Hatzlacha Rabbah, from all of us here at JM in the AM, and uh, hope it'll be a great success for everybody. Shal Shelas from Volume 5 at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Yehuda Green, Avinu Malkenu. A summer Wednesday <laughs> with 72 degrees, morning thunderstorms, a high temperature of 87. Shall shell us before that with Ashrei Ish here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, good to be back here on this Wednesday morning. My thanks to everybody who is such a big help in Israel. A big thank you to the Inbal Hotel, served as our home base. We thank them. A uh, big thank you to PC Guy, who served as our engineer on the other side. Um, uh, during the all the shows that we did from Thursday through yesterday in Ben Gurion Airport. The yesterday shows in Ben Gurion Airport. And my thanks to all of you. Lots of great reaction to our uh, week-long visit to the Holy Land. We have best regards from places like Stay Road and uh, Kfar Maimon and uh, Kfar Aza and many other places in the southern western part of Israel, right there on the border with the Gaza. Nitivot, we were in Nitivot. We stopped in Nitivot. Ask Simon and Dr. Joe about that, about the big stop in Nitivot on the way back on Friday. Um, so we had that opportunity to be in that area of Israel. And then it was also pretty spectacular, frankly, to see that uh, in the major cities, because we spent a lot of time in Yerushalayim and some time in Tel Aviv, uh, things were getting back to normal with a calm and a peacefulness that uh, our Israeli brethren had not experienced for a few weeks. And that was something. And then yesterday in Ben-Gurion Airport, as compared to three weeks ago, when it was such a toned-down ceremony and where nobody was waiting uh, at the terminal when the Nefesh Benefesh flight arrived, yesterday was much different, thank God. They authorized and allowed for a full-fledged, full-blown celebration to take place. We took advantage. Photos are online. A lot of people post that. I saw Rabbi Binny Marilis's, uh, <laughs> a picture with both the President of Israel and with Natan Sharansky which was pretty cool as they came off the plane, he and his uh, family. So a lot of great moments yesterday because the full-fledged celebration was allowed and was carried through, and it was really some uh, a, a collection of some phenomenal moments during a, a fantastic morning in Ben-Gurion Airport yesterday. And to those who are experiencing their first full day as Israeli citizens, we say Mazal Tov from all of us at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world in the web, jmandtheam.org.
JM in the AM. It's a live version of Bar Hey Hey done by the Yeshiva Boys. Five minutes after 8 o'clock on this Wednesday morning, 72 degrees, morning thunderstorms, a high temperature of 87. Well, this has got to be, and, and I know that more and more people continue to sign up for it, it has got to be one of the most unusual shiduchim in the world of Jewish events. It is, it is probably one of the most prominent business events ever in our community. And at the same time, it is uh, a fundraiser for one of the most important and one of the most incredible uh, organizations and stucca efforts in our community. I'm talking about the CSB and Vision 4. I know when Matis was here last week, he spoke about it extensively, and we have been focusing on the 19th of August. That's when it happens from 8 a.m. until 7 p.m. at the Sheraton Mawa here in New Jersey. Hundreds have already signed up. And uh, Yoel Yitzchak Bodek, who is uh, putting together the entire event, and could tell us about that. And he could tell us both about the event and that incredible stucca that the funds are going for. Is with us live via telephone here on a Wednesday morning. Yoel Yitzchak, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachman. Good morning. Good morning to you. All right, first, uh, what has the response been like? I know that when you were on the first time, you mentioned that you would love to see uh, people in the uh, accounting and legal and insurance fields, you know, come out and take advantage of the incredible lineup you've put together. Uh, has our community responded? Well, we definitely definitely made some fantastic headway, I believe, both in those uh, areas in the accounting and the legal community. Definitely we know that when we reach out uh, to folks and, and spread the word that there's a greater awareness to it, and I, I credit some of your show for that as well, obviously. Um, and our registration at this point is uh, is much better than it's been last year, standing uh, just about a week away from the event. Oh, so for you it's going to be a record breaker. I mean, this will be the largest one ever. Uh, we, uh, definitely looks like it. And and one of the concerns, by the way, for those who still think they could wait till the last minute, and you pointed this out really well when I spoke to you last time, is that a lot of the breakaway seminars, you're not worried about the general audience and people getting in, but a lot of the breakaway seminars tend to sell out in the you know the days before the event. Correct, and those uh, breakaway seminars or focus sessions, as we call them, right. are part of the registration. It's not. It's just that you want to make sure that if there's a specific presenter or topic that you want to sit in on, and it'd be a wise idea if you decide up and make sure you're locked in it. Right. It all takes place in one day on the 19th of August, which is Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, in the Sheraton Mawa, a very comfortable environment. Uh, in uh, New Jersey. It's from 8 a.m. until 7 p.m. Insurance and financial professionals, attorneys, accountants, anybody who demands the best from themselves, you are encouraged to be there. They are expecting over 300 insurance, financial, and legal professionals who will be able to take advantage of CSB in Vision uh, 4 in uh, in Mawa, New Jersey. And we'll give you uh, all the information about it in, in terms of how to sign up how to be part of it in uh, just a moment. Tell us about this unique cause. Um, uh, a lot of people um, uh, found it remarkable how the um, how the organization that you cited uh, last time that you worked with in terms of uh, you know this event being a fundraiser, uh, the incredible things that they do. Remind our audience about some of the things that they do for the community. The CSB was founded about 17 years ago. CSB stands for Computer Scientists for the Blind. Essentially, they started to help individuals in our community who face physical challenges, whether it's complete blindness or, uh, uh or, or legally blind, meaning they can't read, uh, small print and need special, um, large print or, or access to different, uh, braille printing. Um, fast forward where we're right now, over the past many years, CSB has been involved 
and assisting those with different physical challenges, ranging from ALS, commonly known as Logaric's disease, or spina bifida, cerebral palsy, and so on. CSB's common denominator is providing those individuals the means and the possibilities of communicating and being part of their society, whether it's a young girl in school, a boy in Hedo, or a, 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 a gentleman running a business. Um, and CSB serves close to 1,300 individuals every year. And the interesting thing is that CSB is kind of unknown except for those who who benefit from the tremendous service they provide. But other than our event, there isn't really a lot of PR out there, and that's one of the things that we like a lot about our conference is the fact that we've gotten major uh, financial insurance carriers to help us spread the word. So instead of spending um, our donors or, in our case, our uh, attendees' money on, uh, on PR and a lot of marketing, we use money that we get from uh, companies such as Mass Mutual or Guardian or Penn Mutual and other uh, uh, fine sponsors. We use that money to help market our event and then use a very big portion of the registration fee to not only help benefit individuals that's attending and help them grow their own professional practice, but that money actually goes to benefit the organization. Yeah, it's like Bodeg with us. CSB Envision Number 4 is the conference takes place Tuesday at the Sheraton Mawa. And not to minimize or overlook any of the mechanisms that are provided to people in situations like you just described, but one of the most remarkable ones, at least for an outsider, is that people with ALS who literally cannot communicate in any which way or form, anybody familiar with the disease know how devastating it is, the only thing they could use is their eyes. That equipment has been adapted. That equipment has been created and adapted so that somebody could literally be in touch with their family members and anybody around them simply by using their, their vision, their blinking, etc., including typing emails if they wanted to, right? Including typing emails and, in fact, including Skyping. Right. Uh, we've got, oh, I should say CSB has one client, if you will, that um, is a grandfather, has a pretty large family, runs a business, and uh, for the past, I'd say, two or three years now, it's been Skyping through uh, the innovative technology program that designed by CSB. So I don't know if we call it saving lives, enhancing lives, or giving somebody a life. But it sounds like CSB is doing all of them for people in certain situations. I would definitely agree. It's definitely a, a, a very strong lifeline to many, many of the individuals that benefit from CSB. And like I say, if you're familiar, anybody out there, if you're familiar with people in that type of situation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Are we using the uh, 718-513 number? Is this the best uh, phone number to use for the event itself? Yes, so that's 718-513-2208. 718-513-2208. If you're a professional in any of these areas, insurance, financial, legal, CSB Envision Number 4 happens in Mawa. Full-day conference is coming Tuesday. You've chosen, and we, we explored this a bit last time, you've chosen some interesting personalities. Many of us have heard, or think we've heard, of Bill Cates. This is Cates with a C. Could you tell us how... Um, how prominent it is to have an event with someone like him presenting. Right, or as uh, Shlomi Ash calls him, he's the Bill Gates of the networking world. Right. Well, yeah, it is Bill Gates with a C. Uh, Bill Gates is a very well-known individual in, in, in the world of Fortune 500 companies and goes out and talks to a company such as General Electric or, as well as different insurance and financial companies and is very well-known. In, in the financial services business as the 
as a referral coach. Essentially what he does is he runs full-day boot camps um, where he where he has a class of 20 or 30 individuals and shows them how to run a practice that's based on referrals. And there's, there's a lot that goes into that. But one of the things that I want to bring out is that individuals travel out of town and uh, pay for travel, uh, hotel, whatever it is, and additional uh, sometimes $700 or $800 to participate in a day session with him, whereas we'd actually get all of that in a local environment and at a much more cost-effective price. Yeah, so take advantage, everybody. And he, and he and the others who present will be available, right? It's not just come in and speak for a half hour. There'll be People will be able to meet and greet with people like that, right? Correct. There's about four hours of uh, networking uh, time. That includes our breakfast, lunch, and our networking reception at the end of the day. And there will be what we call our speakers pavilion, where those presenting will be um, interacting with, with our audience. And you can confirm that Jack Abramoff is among your speakers next Tuesday, correct? That is correct. Jack Abramoff is our keynote and I think should be a, a pretty fascinating presentation. Oh, I can only imagine. And there are a lot of people in our community who are uh, looking forward to hearing him. And he has a very interesting perspective in the, in the area of resilience and in the area of business in general, right? I mean, he's got he's got quite an insight from his experiences. Well, he definitely does. Jack uh, has been around, and obviously people know of him, and some of them just remember the last episode uh, publicly re- reported by Jack Abel, but there's a lot more to him. And so he's got a fascinating story of how he got to where he got. He didn't come from um, uh, what we call Golden Handcuffs, if you will, not a lot of connections. He literally built himself up with grassroots uh, connections, and um, it, 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 it's a really interesting story. Right. Learn how he got where he got, which is essentially what some would say own Washington D.C. during the George Bush administration. All right, and I also mentioned to you last time that New York, uh, former New York Governor David Patterson, obviously many people know the type of situation he's been in. He's overcome so much and, and ended up being the governor of New York State. He is also going to be sending a personal greeting for this. He's he's also fascinated by the work of CSB and what they're doing for people in need. So that's all happening on Tuesday. Uh, Jack Abramoff, the keynote speaker. Any information you need, folks. Oh, and by the way, Yoel Yitzchak, you wanted to mention, uh, as opposed to an early bird special, you're going to toss out a late bird uh, arrangement for our listeners, right? Well, I think it's a late bird, but it is, uh, I find that the being is the fourth year now that folks tend to register literally in the last minute. Um, but the special offer to listeners of the Malcolm Seagull Show is uh, by calling in today and tomorrow and getting your registration in, we will give you a 10% discount. All right, so there's savings there. If you want to call, mention us, folks. You'll be supporting a great cause, and obviously you'll be getting a break. The phone number is 718-513-2208. The event is Tuesday all day long, 718-513-2208. Web address or email, y'all, you want to give out? Yes, our listeners can go to thecsbevent.com. That's T-H-E-C-S-B-Event.com. Or can send us an email at info at the csbevent.com. All right, the web address, thecsbevent.com, thecsbevent.com. Yo, Yitzchak Bodek, big yashikach, good luck with the event, and of course, continued good luck with CSB. What you're doing is amazing and helping a tremendous number of people. Well, thank you very much. Wednesday morning broadcast as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County, it's 91.9. On the FM dial and around the world on the web, jamtheam.org.
a.m. in the a.m. It's uh, Benny Friedman. Batuach Ani is the name of that one. Off of his Tamu CD. 22 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's Wednesday at J.M. there. So tomorrow, Jay Booksbaum is expected to stop by. I gotta give, uh, I'm gonna give Jay a preview of my, um, of the show we did at the Psagot Winery. It's gonna be on tomorrow, both audio and video, at 11 a.m. If you go to the stream and if you visit NahumSiegel.com, 11 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow, we have an amazing visit at the Psagot Winery, which is a big favorite with a lot of our listeners, by the way. Jay is here tomorrow. He's, in, in, he's going to introduce to us some people who had to make major adjustments in running their businesses in Israel during the war. Uh, we'll meet them tomorrow in studio right here at JMNAM, so make sure to be tuned in a bit earlier than now. We'll probably be here around 7.40 in the morning. So make sure to be tuned in, and we'll get that on the air. Malcolm Holmline Friday, return of the weekly update. Last Friday we were in Stay Road. Malcolm with us is coming Friday morning here at JMNAM, and plenty of news to explore. The state controller in Israel will be examining if Israel violated international law during the Gaza operation, but it, what might be even more significant is that the U.N., Human Rights Council is going to be launching the probe of the same nature, and it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. That's for sure. Uh, also, the um, the governor of the state of New York, along with uh, Speaker Silver of the Assembly and the um, Senate Majority Leader, are uh, on their way to Israel. They may have landed already in Israel. So we're going to say kolakavod to Governor Cuomo. Speaker Silver and everybody who's in part of that delegation. I think Kenneth Cole is in that delegation. Mort Zuckerman is in that delegation. Call out a vote to everybody who's on their way or already has landed in Israel to show solidarity during this summer. And uh, everybody out there, please, if you have a trip scheduled, keep it on the calendar. Because, uh, believe me, it is much needed, especially during this August tourist season in Israel. It is so needed for everybody to follow up. And to be there in Israel if you've scheduled a trip. Wanna wish a Mazal Tov. Got this from listener Sina. Uh, Mazal Tov to their very special children, Ryakov and Shoshana Gifter of Staten Island, the bris yesterday morning of Yisrael Zev. Yisrael Zev and parents. Mazal Tov to you from all of us here at JM in the AM. Mazal Tov to their wonderful Mechatanim, Binyamin and Sarah Gifter of Flatbush. Special miles love to great-grandparents, Grandma Roberta Eisman of Suffern, Bubby Shoshana Gifter of Cleveland, Zadie Lou Lawrence of North Miami Beach. Wishing you were a full shlema, Zadie Lou. Uh, maybe be zocha to see Israel Zev race for Torah Chuppah Masim Tovim. Amen to that. Sina and Ira down in Florida. They got their miles love wish on the air. We're getting back on track here. <laughs> we had a little bit of a period of time where we were somewhat lackadaisical when it came to the Mazel Tov wishes, but we're getting back to it. By the way, speaking of which, we missed a couple of events that I wanted to mention while I was away. The Shiners down in Lakewood, you want to wish Tzvi and Nechama Shiner a Mazel Tov. Shmuley's Bar Mitzvah took place on Thursday, so we could not be there, but we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JMNAM. Fagi and Hanania Kramer and Mazel Tov to the Krohn and Kramer family. Shmuel's Bar Mitzvah was down in Baltimore this past Shabbos. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JMNAM. Want to wish a Mazal Tov to Eliza and Natan Katz up in Pomona, New York. Eliza and Natan celebrated the bar mitzvah of Jack Aaron, Gedalia Aaron. Um, Jack's bar mitzvah celebration took place this past Shabbos. And we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yeah, I'm getting old. The Katzes have a 13-year-old. 
I'm getting old. And a mazel of going out to the extended the Berg, Stern, and the Malka families. Uh, Michelle Stern and her Chatan Ophir were married this past Sunday at the Shelter Rock Jewish Center. I am tossing in an extra special mazel tov to our good friend Larry Stern, Michelle's dad. Again, wish we could have been there, but uh, we had the trip to Israel, so that wasn't possible. But we want to say mazel tov on this great event and wish everybody, the Chatan and Kala and their families, all the best from all of us here at JM in the AM. So I know a lot of weddings are going on, a lot of post-Tishabov weddings, a lot of Tubav weddings were happening, and of course the wedding season will now continue, please God, all the way until Rosh Hashanah time. So I just wanted to say to all the Chatanim and Kalot out there, Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County. It's 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmintheam.org.
in the AM, Nochi Cronin Company, Dea Es Hashem, off of his Bonai CD, before that Diaspora with David Melech Israel. Wednesday, it's JM in the AM. We played Lipa, by the way, at the very beginning of this hour. Lipa spoke to, I spoke to him on Sunday night. He was in Israel. Sounds like some uh, great brand new videos being shot there. So we'll look for that news from Lipa. He, he was hoping to join us Monday morning on the air, but uh, didn't work out as his video... Uh, Recording schedule conflicted with our JM and the AM recording schedule. How do you like that? 25 minutes before the hour, morning thunderstorms and a high temperature of 87. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, all day long on the stream, we have an amazing and incredible lineup, including between 9 and 10 this morning, an encore of the 9 at 9. 11 o'clock, it's the uh, live lunch, as uh, done by Yussi Zweig. 11 until 1, the live lunch. Our album of the week at 10 a.m. this morning, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to have to look it up. I was about to guess, 
Uh, what I saw posted earlier, now I have to look it up. Sandy Shmueli's Bezrat Hashem. Sandy Shmueli's Bezrat Hashem coming up later on. A lot of great music today. Wednesday's a big music day on our stream. Make sure to be tuned into the Nachum Siegel Network and enjoy. Videos are up on the website of our trip to Israel. You can enjoy those. And if you're waiting for the uh, Psygoat Winery Show, that's tomorrow, 11 a.m., during the Thursday live lunch slot, you'll be able to hear that and see it if you're sitting on AnachemSiegel.com. 23 minutes before 9 o'clock. It's JM and the AM on this Wednesday. It comes from Leviathan.
Juskowitz with uh, Kola Olam off of the Narrow Bridge. 
Leviathan with Ain Ode Milvado before that. Twelve minutes before nine o'clock, it's JM and the AM on our stream all day long. Make sure to be tuned in. A great Jewish music day on our stream. 11 a.m. for the uh, live lunch. Yossi Zwag will be conducting. First post Shabbos Nachamu Wednesday Z Report live lunch. That'll be coming at you starting at uh, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Uh, tomorrow, Jay Booksbaum's going to stop by. He's bringing us some uh, amazing entrepreneurs in Israel who were directly affected by this uh, by the uh, recent war in Israel. Not that anybody in Israel was not directly affected. Seems that everybody around the world was in some way affected, but certainly those in Israel were directly affected. Anyway, he'll be there tomorrow with special guests coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Friday, Malcolm Holmline returns. We'll do our weekly update starting at about 7.40. There's a lot to talk about, that's for sure. A lot to discuss, and we'll try to pursue most of it. Never going to get to all of it. We'll try to do most of it this coming Friday, 7.40 in the morning. Make sure to be tuned in. Our next conversation with Malcolm Holmline takes place then right here at JM in the AM. Amazing photos of the uh, trip to Israel. Make sure to uh, go to Facebook. If you like our Nahum Siegel Network Facebook update page, just like the page. It's called Nahum Siegel Network. You can see all the photos. Scroll through photos and videos, a whole bunch of stuff that was posted yesterday, the day before, and even at the end of last week. I think you'll find uh, really fascinating. And on Twitter, at Nahum Siegel Net, at Nahum Siegel Net, you'll find a lot of stuff that was posted uh, from the trip from the amazing journey to the Holy Land. I was just debating with uh, with Dr. Joe via text, which was the um, highlight of the trip, trying to identify the highlight of the trip. And uh, we're having trouble. We're, we're going back and forth, having trouble uh, actually designating one episode or one encounter as the highlight. If we come up with a real answer, we'll make sure to ma- uh, make sure to announce it right here at JM in the AM. Here's Eitan Katz.
Wow. That takes me back to Jerusalem. Eitan Katz with his live in Jerusalem CD. That's pretty amazing here at JMA. And big hello to our friends at Camp Misora. I know they're in the midst of color war right now, and that should be the only type of war anybody's involved in during the summer or any time. So good luck to both teams, and a big hello to uh, to Ari and Joe up at um, Camp Misora. But also they're a big Nala program. The 10th grade Camp Misora Nala program leaves Israel today and uh, will arrive in the U.S. at JFK. I think it's at JFK. I better find out. Uh, tonight. <laughs> so they had an amazing summer. Uh, they had no time uh, uh, considered anything but heading to Israel during the summer, even with all the difficulties to call a vote to them. And uh, they'll arrive later today, I'm sure, with amazing news and incredible stories, to say the least. And uh, so we give a big shout-out to our friends at Nala. And Kent Masura. Tomorrow morning, plenty more between 6 and 9. Great music on the stream all day long today, including Yussi's Wag and his Z-Report Live Lunch, which also, which always includes amazing brand new music and plenty of constant information. So make sure to be tuned in starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here at jmandtheam.org. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And that wraps up an amazing Wednesday edition of JM in the AM. Tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Have a great Wednesday. Till then, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.